Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Told you on the last episode, we did a couple shows out at the ranch, the four of us, emptied out the liquor cabinets and just went old school on that ass. Evan, Matt, Jared, and I, some of the, man, I, some of the funnest times on the planet, man, is just when you're hanging out late with your buddies, just drinking. Um, this show, this might be one of my favorites of the year, I think. Um, this was, this started getting late into the evening and we had recorded another one early and shot instructor Earl sketch. This one gets heated. Um, this is something that I personally wanted to see. You guys have asked for. Now the debate is happening on the show. Talking about a shooting contest between Evan and Matt and who would win. Uh, as you know, look, we've been working on Matt's book for, th- for three fucking years at this point. We finally are, are getting close to a release date and it is, it is appearing that it's 4th of July. Uh, that being said, we would love to do a, uh, a huge shooting competition in Texas in Austin, 4th of July weekend. We're talking about maybe doing a, a sheepdog um, response with uh, at Tim Kennedy's place and, and doing it between Evan and Matt to find out once and for all who the best is. Listen to this show tonight, man, because it, it, gets, it gets heated and, and awesome. And uh, I, don't, I don't know who would win. I've never seen the two of them side by side, so I I want this to happen. Please message in the show or hit up Evan and hit up Matt and force them to do this, what we're talking about tonight, because I really, really want to see this go down. I think it would be awesome. We could film it and then uh, you know give some money to charity for it. Uh, but first, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Again, they are our chief sponsor for all of 2019. What more can you say about Black Rifle Coffee that hasn't already been said? Well, nothing. Nothing at this point. They're the best coffee company on the planet, bar none. Uh, if you haven't tried them, you got to go try them. And uh, it's, by the way, it's real, man. Uh, after being there and spending time, you know, not only in Salt Lake, but in San Antonio, like, dude, there's assistants and people running in with like different blends from all over the world. It, like, Evan is, is constantly tasting these things all day long. Um, it's legit, man. This isn't just like a, a bag them and tag them fucking operation there. I mean, they're, they've got some of the finest roasters on the planet there. Uh, Edwin is his name. Um, that's, uh, it's constantly testing blends, man. It's the best coffee on the planet. Uh, their, their coffee club of the month program is even better. It gets uh, delivered to your house the same date of every single month. And it's about $4 cheaper than Costco. They got K-Cups, they got bags, they got, look, they got the grounded and full beans, whatever your jam is. And they've also got those pour-over kits now for sale there. Uh, and their apparel is also um, some of my favorite that any, you know, non-apparel company has been putting out. Because uh, let's face it, they're a co- coffee company first and foremost. Love their hoodies and shit. Um, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, type in the promo code Bros 20 for 20% off. New promo code for the new year. Bros 20 for 20% off. Use it on the Coffee Club of the Month program. Next up, we've got GhostBed.com forward slash Bros. They extended them deals. Them deals is still going on. If you go to GhostBed.com forward slash Bros, that bundle package still exists, and it's $7.99. 
$7.99 off a mattress and adjustable base, and uh, you also get free pillows with it. It's amazing. 36 months, interest-free, pay-as-you-go program. No other company, to my knowledge, is offering that on the planet. I mean, shit, usually you lease a car for three years and uh you know they ring you up for four to five percent interest whatever the fuck it is not ghost bed they're saying hey man we got you we got you on your mattress go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros right now and get the mattress you've always fucking wanted and or need having a good night's sleep man is is super important in this life and if you're not currently getting it You need to get a mattress and start doing it. It really will change your day-to-day life at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got bisonunion.com. Be the bison. Oh, man. You want to talk about my my favorite clothing brand there is. Man, I I buy their shit all the time. And I wear their shit all the time. Everybody who's been hitting me up on Instagram at stjames, stjames, and asking me what this hat is that, that I've been wearing, it is the new Bison Union hat. I just bought it. It's got a uh, like a buffalo on it, and, and somebody said it's the Wyoming flag. Um, it's, it's it's camo. It's rad. It's it's my fucking favorite hat. Everybody's got their go to hat that they're always you know pulling out and wearing with them everywhere. This is my go to hat these days. I love all of the apparel and the products at BisonUnion.com, and their long sleeve tees are back. They're in stock, and they got some new ones. I know they've been selling out of a lot of shit. It's one of those things where once you go peruse their website, you're like, oh, man, fuck. Finally, a company figured it out, and they've got cool shit for dudes that I can just roll out in. That's bisonunion.com. Um, use the promo code Bros for 20% off. That's good every single time. And uh, st- stock up. Their long sleeve tees are like like 27 bucks, man. Cheap. Uh, big fan of bisonunion.com. Every time that box shows up in my house, I am grateful. Earn your food, earn your clothing, and use Drinking Bros 20% off at bisonunion.com. Next up, we've got strikeforceenergy.com. Strikeforce is the, that's the, look, this is the diet drink of January. Everybody's on a diet after the holidays, including myself. You crash in the afternoon, man. I start off in the morning with Black Rifle Coffee. Afternoon, Strikeforce Energy. That keeps me going throughout the day. No carbs or sugars in it. That is the key to this. Um, you know, I'm doing a fucking keto diet right now. This this fits right in with that. You pour it in uh, water, LaCroix, anything you're trying to fill up your belly with. And you're not crashing in the middle of the afternoon because your body's not used to not drinking eggnog all fucking day like I was over the holidays. Uh, they've got four amazing flavors, original lemon, orange, and make America grape again, a 10 pack, a 40 pack, and a 750 milliliter bottle. The rest on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. This is what will get you through the diets. I can promise you that it's what's getting me through mine right now. Uh, strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code drinking bros for 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world, too. So if you're a listener in Australia or wherever you're at and you're, you're looking to try some of this, you can. England, whatever, they, sh- they ship everywhere. Uh, last but not least, talking about grillyourassoff.com. Big, big fan of Grill Your Ass Off, man. I, fuck, we cook with this shit every day. So it's kind of it's hard when you use a product so much and you're like, man, what else do I say about it? Because I use it every day. Um, go to their Instagram. If you want to see like all their seasonings and, and what you can do with all these seasonings, go to their Instagram. They got one of the best on the planet at grillyourassoff.com. As far as the company goes, I don't follow a lot of companies on Instagram because usually it's fucking boring. Uh, this is like food porn there. And they, they actually show you how to 
to to use all these spices. They've got some uh, videos on YouTube that shows you how to cook with all this shit. I love grillyourassoff.com. And look, let's face it. You're going to buy seasonings from somewhere. Rather than going to the grocery store and buy it from some corporation like you know McCormick's or Lowry's or whatever that bullshit is, Montreal Steak Seasoning, get it from a 100% veteran-owned company. Crispy has got his own blend there. He's got his own spice there. He works with these guys all the time. Uh, it's great. Seasonings for chicken, steak, pork, you name it. They've got it. Um, they've also got some of the finest beef jerky in the lands. Big fan of their, their sweet and spicy. That gets me through the afternoons. Love that. Uh, Four-pack, 25 bucks, all-American beef. So you know you're getting the good shit. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. And if you're going to be at SHOT Show next week, Grill Your Ass Off and Strike Force are doing a show together live from the Mandalay Bay um, on, uh, on Tuesday nights. And uh, you can go to that and get some free products from those companies. Love them. Here we go, kids. Live from the ranch in San Antoine. Who would win? Who would win between Matt and Evan? If an ex dropped her baby off at the door, would you take care of it? Yes or no, well, Jared? I mean, those no. are all my kids. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, that's, that happened yesterday. Clever. She dropped yeah. the kids off clever. so I could watch them. Right. I mean, Charlotte stayed the night in my house this week. That's did she cool, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. She's she been did. doing it a couple times. Yeah. She, she likes it. It's fun. Like to her, your house it's funny. is fun. It's like it's like a, like, yeah. like a fun house. Do we have a sleepover? I'm like, yeah, I don't care. You pass yeah. out on the couch by nine thirty all the time. You're kind of boring. Wow. Well, <laughs> put a little wine. That's, that's, that's what, what five year olds you know? do. That's what five year olds do. They pass out at nine thirty. I know. Same thing is happening in R. Kelly's house. If you've seen that documentary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Last, so last yeah. year they're really pissing your attitude. Last year I I was taking Nara camping in the wintertime. You know, and I was like, oh, it'll be fine. We went up and it was fucking cold as shit. So I packed everything up and drove into Park City and got a room at like the fucking Hilton. Is this what she thinks <laughs> camping is now? It just like, yeah, it, it straight up was like, here's as much fucking cocoa and pasta. Just like in that, that. So now she's like, when are we going to go camping again? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that's not camping, honey. That's, that was because you were freezing your ass off, and I felt really bad, and I didn't want you to have a bad time because, you know, you, you never see me, but, uh, you know, now and again. So I wanted you to remember something. So she's like, no, it was great. We fucking... She didn't say fucking, but yeah, she yeah, said, yeah. yeah, we got to drink all this hot cocoa and like <laughs> hang out. And I was like, yeah. Watch the new Jennifer Lopez yeah, movie on like, demand. My wife's, my wife's like, how was camping? My God, it was rough, man. You know, it was, it was really Super cold. cold. My, Super and cold. I was like, well, you watch cartoons for like three hours. It was awesome. Yeah, that's, She's that's like, Wait, not what? camping. I'm yeah. just accosting Dave's you know, dog over here. You know where else you could get some cocoa, Ross? Where's that? It's on the Drinking Bros Cruise. Oh, boy. <laughs> If you don't know, there is a cruise, and it's real, by the way. I know we've talked about this on the it's show. It's one-third full. Yeah, yeah. It's, wow. not, not only is it one-third full, but people have sent in emails of like, hey, man, is this real? And how many people are going to get pregnant on this? And I was like, well, there's uh, a lot of predictions. Right. Lots. My of wife predictions. and I are going to have a threesome on that cruise. No Hell way. yeah. Right. No, I'm With the doll. <laughs> I, just, I just made that up. <laughs> totally made that up. No, my wife uh, and I are going to have a threesome. single female looking for a night. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of the ocean view suites and everything were booked up in those. So they, they weren't even the, the regular staterooms. 
So yeah, like, and we have we two have couples that are getting married. Two right? couples getting married yeah. that we'll be performing the ceremony. You, who's going to be the ordained? Well, I mean, we're not going to actually get ordained. We're just going to write the ceremony, and then okay, they can do the paperwork. I'm getting ordained. I want it on the record. Like you, that's that's a bucket list item look, for me. Did you look what it takes? It takes like yeah. two minutes. Really? Yeah, it's very. Oh, then I'll do it too. Very two, quick. What? You did? Yeah, Dave. Uh, yeah, oh, are you kidding? Did me? you not remember that Dave did your wedding? Oh no. No, he made really? me ordained. No shit. So I'm good then. It this takes is, like two fucking seconds. Yeah, you literally sign on and like show your birth certificate or where the fuck it is, and your your like driver's license. You're kind of stressing me out. I don't know where my birth certificate is. Yeah, right. You're you're talking to the guy that forgot his height a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that's probably so. Reasonable. Anyway, yeah. What do you think? What do you think is going to go down on the cruise? Over I mean, under, obviously, over under pregnancy six is what I'm going to say on that. If it if it goes to capacity, was it 300 rooms? Yeah. Six is the over under pregnancies, um, breakups ooh, fourteen over under on that that department. You think? Yeah, uh, th- that's gonna get it's gonna get ugly. Uh, here's, after. A, here's a question: Can we gamble on the cruise? Great question. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's we a can. casino. On there's the a casino on there. Yeah. Okay, so but what I think we should do then is we should set up drinking bros gambling brackets. Yeah, brackets breakups pregnancies. Like the whole thing, so I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, Absolutely, it'd be a blast. Yeah. Where, where where can everybody go? Tell them again. Where where is it? Uh, it's on the website. So on drinkingbros yeah, drinkingbros dot com. There's a, it's on the events page. There's an ad that'll be on the home page. Like you, you'll find it. Which is a which is a thing. And now. really, like I to find it the other day, I literally just googled drinking bros cruise, and that was it. It pops up right right at the top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys did a great job with that website. Thank you. Because we have t shirts and all that shit for sale now. It's the bumper stickers and. Dave, uh, Dave finally it, did something right. Uh, Jared's wearing a drinking bro shirt right now. He is, yeah. And we modeled drinking bro shirts we all did. day we, today. We had a pool shoot today. Yeah, we had a pool wow. shoot. You um, and I. There's still some concepts out there that we want to get uh, on camera. You know, I want to do like an active, like just hardcore full dump out spray, like caught in the moment. I got my pants down, but you see the shirt. Yeah. yeah. How does that articulate? A culture that would sell shirts and people want to be a part. Oh, of they absolutely, they absolutely, <laughs> they absolutely would love that. Jared Taylor, the brand, the chief branding officer of Drinking Bros. <laughs> by, by the way, where we're, you we're, can shit and wear a shirt. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, live. At, we're, yeah. we're live in San Antonio today uh, about the the quick dump outs because a lot of people asked about that as well. You're still doing that. You couldn't even make it here today. You no, took a shit in the I, gas station. I had to stop. I was, uh, it was hurting. God. Yeah, but in the gas station prior to that, I had those two tornadoes, remember? Yeah. It is 36 <laughs> minutes yeah. to this place. <laughs> we're not talking about an hour. Yeah, we're not hour. talking about an hour and a half exactly. after a fucking coffee and you're late for work. Like, Jared can show up 15 minutes late because he has to shit his house. He is, what are they called, owners? Like, he's, he's okay. Like, yeah. no one criticizes Jared's work ethic whether it was good or bad it's just jared he and it's, it's one of those gas stations it's a valero where it's yeah. super crazy busy yeah where i don't know all, if it's, it was all painters in there today did you know oh it was packed there was like, like hundreds was one bottle of water i was like is there a fucking tornado coming or something like everything was gone from the shelves and you're in line dumping out with all these other it's, it's fair to say they're all, they were all Mexican. I'm, that's not a you know a derogatory. It's San Antonio. It's fifty yeah. percent of the population. Yeah. So you were just in line with all the pain. I look back and I'm like, what the fuck is Jared? Do- oh my god, he's yeah. going to well, take a no, shit I, in this I Valero. I had that tornado and I had that uh, egg roll from the other gas station we stopped at, and it just tell people you know, what's in the tornado. By the way, I mean the one I got was Southwest chicken Ugh, from a gas station. But it's on the little rolly thing. It's fresh. No, it's not fresh. 
It's totally they fresh. don't clean those things. They, they never clean those things. What are you talking about? You can't trust a gas food. station attendant to so, clean the food. No. So food exposed to the air does not mean fresh. <laughs> Just so we're clear, food that has been exposed been does not mean stomach fresh. Issues all day. I've yeah, I know. No every kidding. toilet in here. Oh god, there's I've a lot of bathrooms it. in here. Yeah, You've been in every been single used, one. I've, I've used all of them. God bless it. What, like, just t- take the audience through your day because you woke up. You woke up at ten a.m. Or no, no, we woke up early because he FaceTimed you, us you, at eight thirty. Right. Yeah, you, you, we. we I've been up, up for four hours, Jared. Let yeah. me let me, let me retract wait. that. He had his per- first piece of pizza at ten a.m. cold out of the fridge. Domino's. That was how many days old? I had two pieces of pizza. Oh my god, dude! We should I, really do a skit like your 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 lifestyle versus mine, just like on an average, because we both drink. I drink. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm up at seven, you know, on my bike, maybe a little, little whiskey slippy. Cause you know, I've had a couple drinks the night before, but charging through it. If I, I don't black out, out, I'm, I'm up around six. No, 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 no. I'm not just talking about your, the time you wake up. Yeah. You're, you're more of a morning person than I am, but then like consistently through the day, your actions as far as your diet. Cause you said you ate pizza at 8am. Uh, no, it, actually we got up at eight. Pizza by ten. You had two slices of pizza. Yeah, but the it was Domino's in the fridge that looked like three days plus two, two. It was two. All right, yeah. hovering on three. Um, <laughs> you had that, and then a tornado, and an egg roll, and an egg one, roll. I got one of each, and that was before. That was like ten forty. Before noon. No, yeah. no, it was eleven ish. Evan, you're just like we were scoffing at it because I, I wake up and I have like. <laughs> Grass-fed fucking, you know, eggs mixed with like what? What's rain-free what? turkey sausage. Like I'm such a fucking nut with what I eat. I don't like, have anything in my fridge. Tom Davin and so I are this... working out in my home gym at like that's just seven a.m. Kinda... That's just gay. Then stuff. that's cool. Then, <laughs> no, that's kind of cool. I would then a, then a then a then a protein shake again. Really know? gay. <laughs> I think it's great. Kale. <laughs> he comes know? to your house. Eight kale. He did. Yeah, he did this. The last. Uh, oh, sorry, that was yesterday morning, not this morning. So this morning was just me solo. But yesterday morning, yeah, I was. We were working out in my home gym. And you got you have a home gym in your house. It's great too, man. Is it really Full squat rack? I I I, I have, have you mini, seen? Have you been I have a mats? mini Matt Best gym. Like it's it's much much. Do you have smaller. Do you have good floors? Uh, there's a portion of my floors that are rubber and they are very nice. Nice. And they are. Where'd you get them they from? are gifts. From Matt Best, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I keep I keep fucking what, making what, fun of him because Matt, Matt the most a, expensive part of my gym because was he the hasn't floors. he hasn't he yeah. hasn't Instagrammed your gift yet and tagged you. Thanks, right. thanks for my gift. Yeah, you know I really want you know accolades for it. Yeah, there are two really <laughs> two really expensive shotguns out there that haven't been on Instagram yet. Uh, yes, yes, they have dicks. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey Jared, open up my Instagram. Go six photos back. Ooh. Look at my mustache and look at the fucking shotgun, yeah. you piece of shit. Yeah. Thank you for my gift. I posted it on my Instagram. Right. Did you tag Jared in it? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's on my Instagram. I get it. But yeah, like, and it performed really low. So, you know, I don't know. If you were to tag Jared. 32,000 likes low. <laughs> <laughs> kind of low. You know, it's kind of low. How nice is having a home gym, though? It's my favorite thing. Uh, it's amazing. And in the sauna, right? You guys yeah. are in really great shape, and no homo, but you're you guys are both in really great shape right now. Is that because of that? I I would not qualify myself as in great shape eh, at all. Either. Wait till people see the instructor Earl video. I beg to differ. <laughs> He's I beg to differ. 
Evan, when he whipped out those UDT shorts today. That's what I said. It, it, I was like, uh, Jesus, it, he's surprisingly he's got jacked. Good legs. Yeah. Because you looked at him, I'm like, oh, he's. Because <clears throat> with all. Please. Because, you know, the CEO body's just kind of got us. He's a runner body. But then when you see him shorts, you're like, you actually have legs. I actually qualify people with their, their uh, fitness on their legs because anybody can have decent biceps because you do curls or, or steroids where these fucking clowns do. Um, but when you see someone with like built hamstrings and, and quads, you're like, hmm. You're actually athletic because those are the wheels. You got to have good wheels to move around. Yeah. I don't, uh, you know, that's, that is the one thing I never skimp out or because squats are so important to everything, right? Squat they light, are. Man. Like, is, is that, like is that true? Are, that's, yeah. Yeah. Cause CrossFit, I, I asked that when yeah. I did CrossFit, I was like, why is there so many squats involved? And somebody else told me that. Why is that? I, because it, it, it activates not only your legs, but your entire posterior chain, your back, everything like your squats are so important. I'm not, uh, by any stretch of the imagination, a uh, fitness expert. I am a CrossFit level one and kettlebell certified <laughs> instructor and running cert, but no big deal, you know, no big deal. I don't no want to, you know, tout my certificates around, but, uh, um, you know, I would, I've never well, skimped on legs ever because they're so fucking important. Plus, I like I like doing active shit, and I don't well, want to go on like, a hike and bitch out with my wife. But even that, you do kettlebell me. stuff, which is yeah. I'm a huge proponent of. That's like I posted. Some guy called me. Um, I think believe the words were faggot on Instagram because I posted a mild. It wasn't a, everybody associates with like um, you know interval training with CrossFit, and I posted like a row workout that I did to include kettlebells. And my cardio day that I do, because I'll work out five days and then I'll do a cardio day, will be like row machine, ski erg, and then my bike, and then kettlebells. And that's just like, I hate cardio. I, you'll never see me in a fucking treadmill. You'll never see me running. It's just not my thing. I'm a fucking big dude. I'm 220, like, out and out, brown like cow. Running. But what I'll do is I'll actually, like, get my heart rate up and actually make my muscles fucking work at a high, um, you know, iteration kind of thing. And people make fun of that, but fuck, man, when you actually go and fight, and I'm the worst fighter ever, but you, you see a difference of power when people have good core strength compared to people that just like lift upper body, you can toss them across the gym. It's hilarious. You see big dudes that are all upper bodies, like dudes that are juicing hard, and you, you just throw them like they're fucking clowns, and then you'll see a guy that's like a buck seventy that's like, you know, kettlebell, deadlift kind of guy, and they're powerful as fuck because they just like they have that core strength to me that matters more than like aesthetics because you can on instagram and see abs and big delts it's like cool well let's go fight each other bitch or like let's go fucking chop a cord of wood who's going to be the manlier man like that that's what i actually believe and thankfully my wife looks that way too she's like you know you're not you can have extra you know body fat percentage but you can actually like throw me across the room and put holes in walls like yeah that's I'm, i'm that dude i'm your huckleberry yeah yeah well, you know, the funny thing is, is the kettlebell thing, and a lot of people, I, I think they, they only associate kettlebells with, with CrossFit. It's like, that's man, stupid. It's stupid. Like, wait, but that's the thing with weightlifting. It, all you're doing is moving weight. Right. That's, that's any workout in the world. It's a fucking massive weight that you're moving in a form to yeah. isolate a specific body part and or create activation in your whole body and kettlebells are amazing because when you do swings presses and there's all these gajillion things we're fucking turkish get-ups yeah Yeah, turkish get-ups for instance or like even when you're doing swings you're 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 getting your hams you're getting your quads you're getting your shoulder you're getting your core it's fucking great what's a bench press when you're fucking sitting there like it's just literally your front delts your chest and maybe a little abs it's it's it it doesn't activate your body there's no power movement there it's just it's literally just 
and the dude that I learned about kettlebells from his name was uh, Jeff Martone, and he became the kettlebell master and instructor. And he used to do this. Uh, he used to do this hand-to-hand course back in the day before there was CrossFit, before he was the master kettlebell guy, and. I knew him from this training facility down in Arkansas where he shot all these videos and he was flipping around these fucking things and and they were kettlebells. I didn't know. I thought he was saying like, like kettlebell and I was thinking it was a bell and I thought he was a crazy person, but we would get in the house is really thin and wiry and you would put on what was called the, the blower suits and they're like these padded fucking suits that you would fight in. And so you'd go through and do these CQB um, exercise where you'd shoot a bunch of people and fight and do this stuff. And it was super fun. Like, it was fucking awesome. But you'd get your ass beat. Jeff Martone, before he became the, the CrossFit kettlebell, like, guru, master guru, he hit me harder than I'd ever been hit in my fucking life. It felt like I was struck by lightning. And that point I was like, oh fuck. Like, cause he's a skinny guy and he looked like a skinny guy. He's like, oh, there's something to these kettlebells. I better go start picking this dude's brain. So that's when I learned about kettlebells before. Any what of year shit was this? Because it was funny. I remember like, and maybe you know about this. It was like around 2005 time, time frame on MySpace. A bunch of 19th group guys started posting about kettlebells. You know, and it was a Russian. It was a Russian. Yeah, thing. Pavel. So like, Jeff, our like they other were like partner, the first ones to get yeah, into because, it, and everybody was Jeff, like Jeff Kirkham, our other partner. He was the very first guy I walked into his house, and this is a crazy fucking history. But I walked into his house in 2001, and he was doing a kettlebell circuit but he was standing on one of those big fucking balls like exercise balls yeah because yeah. he's the he's a fucking crazy person so he's balancing standing on one of these flipping a fucking 60 pound kettlebell around and it's like what in the hell are you doing what is this thing and jeff is a crazy person like he's a, he's actively i mean crazy brilliant he's incredibly talented but he's like 10 years ahead of the curve most of the time on a lot of stuff so he's showing me these videos on Pavel, and I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm I'm a runner. This is what I do. And and Jeff was the first guy that I ever that I'd ever seen in any special operations unit doing anything kettlebell related and anything. He was the first dude that he had the first one of the first sets or pairs of those uh, Vibram five fingers that everybody yeah, used yeah, to wear back in the day. Yeah. So the funny thing is Jeff was wearing those. Yeah, but that got popular in like 2009. Yeah, Jeff was wearing those because he had the prototype versions that Vibram came <laughs> out with. And he was like, these are fucking awesome. You got to see them. And everybody looked at him and was making fun of him downrange. Like, Toe dude, those shoes. are fucking stupid. You look you like you money. Monkey, monkey feet. And then like fast forward three years, every fucking guy was wearing vibram five toes and flipping kettlebells uh so i don't know where that story was headed but other than you have a pair of kettlebells well that's yeah, fuck that, yeah. i got what I, I have I, five I mean, fingers remember, and kettlebells and all kinds of like it was crazy the washington shit. 19th group guys kept posting all these fucking pictures and shit on myspace about kettlebell workouts that came from jeff it's russian and this is new this is the and came then from jeff f- fucking four years later like crossfit comes out and this i is, I, per- I, per- jeff, I prefer not to have penis in my mouth so i actually don't own a pair of those shoes 
<laughs> because you can still work out without five finger shoes. I don't um, have five. And that's why I own my own gym I because not prefer to have a penis. I just in the work mouth. out barefoot because oh, okay. you don't need the shoes. It's it's a cool concept. You you're barefoot everywhere. If if you could be barefoot, can you everywhere, believe I'm wearing shoes right now? No, I cannot. I hate actually. them. I like those. They're coffins this is, for my feet. This They're is uh, this I, is I, I my like year. Shoes. I'm gonna start running again. I'm gonna I'm gonna come down. You, you say said this that every, every year. year, but you know what? While I was on a fitness challenge, is it Nicole Arbor? Yeah, we're gonna do it. But while I was in Puerto Rico. I was doing push-ups because I got in trouble again. But Is that I, you, yeah, like I noticed, like I have really good shoulders and a back. Like you I should probably jacked. lift weights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Jared also takes those good selfies, like you know. But consistency is king. If you did a hundred push-ups every single morning. That would change your life, and and I'm not trying to get on this like fucking fitness like, preach. I'm blessed with a good with yeah, a good do, natural you, you do, body. You I should have. probably like try and do something with that. Well, yeah, Besides, try to destroy nice. it with Here, vodka. Yeah, <laughs> kill you That's, with vodka. Since we're just being drunk idiots and talking about, but you know, I'm not the guy to preach fitness motivation. No, I'm going to take that Maker's Market set the wine. Um, the wine, please. Consistency is king, right across the board. And I think that 30 minutes a day with a relatively light workout does more than one intense workout once a week. And that's why I built my gym. And that's why we're, we'll segue this into kettlebells and, you know, um, sore neck center mass balls that I really enjoy. And uh, Rogue Fitness has some amazing products too. There's times that I have off the gym where I'll walk into my, my office because it's co-located with my gym and I'll just do some fucking kettlebell swings and all that. But the, the activations of that muscle, dude, th- there's, there's no better workout and you feel so much more dense and just athletic and you might ne- not necessarily show it because you have body fat that you're not going to burn without that high performance, but you still get this fucking ungodly amount of strength. It's back, remember when they said, uh, you know, yoga will increase your in- strength by 40% just by stretching. Yeah. Because you're actually activating your muscles and your central nervous system. If you just do that with kettlebells, center mass balls, or just literally picking up heavy shit in a rep- re- repetitive manner on a daily basis, you get so much more stronger. And that's what I'm saying. If you did 100 push-ups a day, Jared, you would fucking, you'd immediately feel more of a pump. And then by 30 days, you do 100 push-ups, you'd have fucking veins popping out. I'll do that, that challenge. Foe's going, I'll do it. Do it. I'll, yeah, 100 push-ups a day. You'd be so much stronger and you'd feel like alive. And, and you'd and you would seek that fucking drug. It's why I can never not work out because I feel like a fucking lot. Oh, I know. I know I the addiction once you fucking get Addicted into it. To it's it. just like... I I ever since leaving the schoolhouse that just was like I don't want to fucking ever run again. <laughs> but it's not about running. I think that you can find certain things that you do and that maybe this is going like a fitness tangent, but I think people that say, "Oh, I can't make it to the gym. I don't have fucking time." Bullshit. Buy a fucking kettlebell. Buy a 35 You know who's you know who's super disciplined in that by the way? What's up? The most I've ever seen, Rudy Reyes. Yeah. Everywhere yeah, that he exactly. is. When we yeah. were when we were yeah. at the yeah. by Sornex, Award he has, show, he has a center mass like, ball and he pulls that shit out with a kettlebell. He travels with it. Yeah. Like he yeah. was exactly. like, "Hey, like because we were all staying at the same hotel. He's like, there was a shuttle picking us up at this time. We had 40 minutes. He goes, oh, we got 40 minutes? All right, hang on. I'm going to do 20 real quick. Yeah. Takes his shirt off, goes out to the pool. There's 100 kids screaming and playing in the pool. And Rudy is going balls to the walls with a kettlebell and the, uh, and the ball. Yeah. And, and does like a complete 20-minute thing and then showers the, and is the, ready. The back. biggest part of the fitness industry that I fucking hate it's so easy to actually do exercise. We somehow as a society has convinced ourselves that we have to go to a gym. And I do it to myself and I know how to work out. And I've found certain times at my own gym, like I'll do retention bands and a kettlebell workout 
That's all I need is a fucking rubbery brand that's I could fit in my back pocket and one kettlebell, and I'll smoke the living piss out of my legs, my quads, my hams, my shoulders, my chest. And and maybe if people want to know, I'll show you how to do it. It's it's so fucking easy if you know the movements and you can YouTube or Google them. But you'll fucking smoke the living shit out of yourself. And you can find out how to do that every single morning and it takes 15 minutes. And you'll feel better. You'll feel more confident. You'll actually peak your testosterone levels. You want to fuck your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your fucking trans, whomever. You want to put your dick in things. And that makes you feel good. Because I feel good when I put my dick in things, Ross. Yeah, I, yeah, I was I like talking that to, too. I, I like yeah, that too. I, I, we I enjoy that. that. I enjoy yeah. that. But uh, Tim Kennedy, I was talking to Tim Kennedy about this. He's one of those guys who he says, "I, dude, I don't feel like I can start my day if I don't. If there's not a pool of sweat on the floor, no, no matter where I am, like a hotel, no gym, gym doesn't really matter. Like, oh, I he'll can do figure a full out, workout in a fucking hotel. Exactly. Room. He goes, dude, I can figure out a fucking workout wherever I am. And I was like, dude, your your body weight to to, to like go on that tangent it's like your body is heavy it's fucking heavy you can do tricep extensions you can do push-ups you can actually do air squats it's all these guys that go like oh doing body squats would you some crossfit fucking pussy wait wasn't there 10 rounds of 50 each and you're you'll fall oh yeah they're brutal and and that's like muhammad ali didn't muhammad ali only do body weight freaking workouts all the time a lot of athletes do that and the more and more you get into mixed martial arts is because you're actually functioning and moving that that weight why do you this is all john wellborn kind of philosophy the whole jim jones the the predecessor of crossfit can move yeah yeah. This, this all translated to it, and it's just like you have to train for your specific job, but if your job is to be healthy and a little more strong, you don't need weight. You literally just need yourself. And if you go to Amazon, I think they're like $21. You can get 10 retention bands from heavy to light. Dude, I do like duck walks, and I do every morning that's what I wake up to in a, in a big hoodie, and I shadow box. 15 minutes in, I'm fucking sweating my ass off, and my ass is fucking, and legs are smoked before I even get into whatever workout I'm going into. And it's the greatest thing ever. I just, it's so fucking easy. Just don't my, be fucking lazy. My get neighbor the real text, put the I was in. like, hey, I think I'm going to start doing uh, kettlebell workouts at 4 a.m. every morning. Ooh. <laughs> well, I'm going that's, on a tangent here because Evan knows my lifestyle. Like, I drink usually every night, I have at least fucking three whiskeys, and then I work super late, and I probably get about, you know, six to seven hours of sleep. So I get a decent amount of sleep. But I still find time for the hour workout, hour plus every single day, and it's it's not that hard. You just have to like carve out that day, and then you can get your phone, still work on your phone, find ways to do it, and then put the work in. It's, it's so fucking easy, and I feel so much better. If you catch me at seven and you call me often, how miserable Eight. am I in there? I'm like, uh. And then you catch me when I'm in my sauna post workout. I'm like, dude, I got all the ideas because yeah. my endorphins are just fucking rolling. I dude. do not call you until eight. I do not. Well, I'm well awake. I know. Because that's, that's when you catch me early. And I'm usually like, <laughs> He calls me at all at random hours all the time. Because he's yeah, up at 4 30 or... in the morning, that weirdo. Yeah. Well, let me I ask, always answer. Let me ask you this yes. the sauna. Uh, I had one in a house in LA. It was one of the greatest things of all time. Okay. This was kind of before the sauna craze. I don't want to say Rogan started it because I feel like we talk about him a lot. But Is there a, is there a sauna craze? Yes. Really? So uh, Rogan swears by it, and all these people are getting it in their house. And then one day I called you, and you were like, hang hang on, man, I'll I'll call you right back. I'm in the sauna. And I'm like, motherfucker, I was just at your house. You didn't have a sauna. So you got one shipped to you, or you you had somebody come build it? What's the story behind it? Well, I think everybody everybody looks at saunas as a very um, expensive purchase. Now, given it's expensive, but mine was $1,200, and that's a 
two-person infrared sauna. Relatively speaking, not that expensive. It took me 30 minutes to set it up on my own. And what it does, it's like it sits in my gym. How big is it? It's, it, you know, like it fit. It could fit Evan and I right there. S- side by Just side. Just look in that little thing like it's that. It's an audio or show. Tandem. It would fit us a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, it's an audio show. You want to I'm just telling it? you. I'm telling you. Yeah, we're talking there, five like, feet by Takes up the fucking eight deer. Feet or, no, is it you're, tall? You're probably three feet across. You you can sit. You and I would be cramped in it for I a two, man, two man sauna. It's infrared. It takes about 40 or 20 minutes to, to heat up to 130. 1200 bucks. But. You know, the more and more I heard about the craze, I started Googling it, and there's all these scientific studies, and, you know, again, I'm stupid, but there's the cardiovascular health that you get out of it, and they were basing it off athletes that were doing it post-workout, so if they went and ran or or biked or did whatever, they'd actually increase their cardiovascular health, sweat toxins, like, there's really no adverse effects of sitting in the sauna, it was all positive, and you sit in there, and not to mention the endorphins, your heart rate is actually spiked, so you're burning about 2x the calories based off of just sitting there, so you're burning two times the calories, like, it's just a fucking win across the board. It would be a win just based off of the endorphins that kick into my brain. And I'm like, I'm going to try this shit out. I bought it, set it up super easy. And I probably hit it four, unless I'm really rushed in the morning, four four times a week. I love them, man. I, I, I miss the one that I dude. had. And I, I thought, because it came with a house that I was renting in LA at the time, I thought it was just like a novelty of like, oh, man. I'm, Me too. Because uh, remember when you came out in yeah. Salt Lake City, I didn't know. I'd go in there before my workouts and then- I actually found you're actually more prone to injury because you relax your muscles and all this shit. But post-workout, that's the time to do it. That's where you get the most benefits across the board. And when you walk out of that bitch and I walk out of my gym, I'm fucking... You got the, my, all the toxins my brain feels all the toxins like, yeah, yeah, you put exactly. in the night Dude, before. Exactly. I feel like I'm on like booze, nicotine, and caffeine, and I'm sober as a fucking Joe. And I, I feel so freaking good for about two hours after that. You still so, hitting that Chantex? Chantex, what's that? The, that nicotine gum? I'm chewing it right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is that what it is? I'm all about oh, those nootropics, dude. Yeah. Hey, all that's like a, dude, it's a I'm new thing. Em. It's spreading everywhere now. I know. Who, who got you on that? Was it Aubrey Marcus? Aubrey Marcus, yeah. yeah. And uh, the new, that Rogan was talking about, too. Not to, he's just, I, like, I like We're it. We're just name dropping like motherfuckers like, today. How did they get He's been doing it forever. Well, no, but the biggest thing with me is people always go, well, Matt, you never chewed or smoked. And I said, no, I didn't. I never eat it either. Right. I haven't. I mean, I've obviously tried tobacco in every form i tried to dip like three sundays ago and almost vomited which is gross but yeah tobacco is horrible it really is it's it is but gross. nicotine as a whole isn't necessarily terrible for you it's a nootropic so it's just kind of like caffeine but um i enjoy the the peak in my head like i, I truly do because when i'm evan knows like we sit through meetings what we're at least meetings eight hours a day and then we have to yeah. go to where we go after creative so if you're not logging a 12 to 14 hour day, you're wrong. And like wrong. my brain just doesn't function. I'm a creative. I, I have like massive output and then I get lazy. So I need stimulants and that's just me being maybe a weak minded individual, but I have to find creative ways to consistently increase my output and consistently be a top performer surrounded by hyper, hyper intelligent and creative people and Nootropics are one of those things. I need caffeine. I need nicotine. Well, I'll defend that. You know, like did you I, used to I, smoke real quick? I, I, no, no, I've never you didn't. smoked. So I, you I just did chew. the gum just to do it. I used to chew. I got no, you. I used to chew. Okay. So then okay. I switched over to the nicotine gum because carcinogens in chew are, are you know, obviously, I, I typically don't want, you know, uh, esophageal fucking cancer or something like that or throat cancer. But, you know, I've done uh, 
all the over-counter nootropics, like fucking anything you can put in me. Like I've done them all. And uh, and literally I've, I, I loaded up every nootropic that I could find on the internet that was legal. And I've tried them. And then what I'd set up about six months ago, I set up a spreadsheet and then took the recommended dose of each one each day to see what the effects and to see if it if it even affected me to include you know supplements from on it um anything and everything and, and when i say that um you know i went through and did a, a minimal amount of research and just purchased you know um when i say minimal it's not like i was sitting at my computer for weeks doing research it was several hours uh of research over the course of several weeks but then looked at each one really tried to look at them objectively and say did this affect me and what i found was that none of them affected me as much as nicotine and so i trimmed back my nicotine a few days ago I didn't necessarily rec- I, I didn't necessarily see a difference. So I think that for me I have to cut back nicotine and then place nootropic and on top of that without nicotine to see if it would affect me because from what I understand it's also um affecting the same type of um what well, chemical it, action well it's a cyclic it's it's a cycle yeah. issue I think what you're talking about because that's the same thing that I do so like caffeine early in the morning i can't Mm -hmm. nicotine does not perform well in my brain no right when i wake up can't can't do it so i'm a caffeine guy i ingest usually about 120 milligrams of caffeine when i wake up based on usually incorporate that with some like you know um through black rifle coffee right yeah black rifle coffee and i ingest usually some form of like amino acid or something that's actually going to metabolize my body and get it to be in a proactive state rather than burning muscle um I don't do actually do well with caffeine post 12 p.m. Like my body just doesn't like it. No. It makes me tired. So it's, so those are like reactionary things you actually really? do. Really? Yeah. Like so, caffeine at 4 p.m. doesn't do anything. Nicotine is fucking wonderful well, for me. Yeah, coffee for me doesn't do anything. I mean, that's what when you have ADHD, anything that hypes you up slows you down. Huh. Like when I was on when I was on fucking 50 milligrams of Adderall, I was a zombie. Really, I was just like, Whoa. interesting. Yeah. yeah, well, and that's why I stopped taking it is because what? I, I would, I would come down, and I'm like, no, I don't like, I don't like being slow. But that's the thing, your neurons. The, everybody, everybody's brain fires differently. It's a matter of like working through those processes. So, like, again, like I'm a caffeine guy in the morning. I don't touch nicotine. I don't touch anything. I'm just like intermittent fasting from the second I wake up until about twelve, and then I eat. And that carb ingestion fucking gets me going till about three. Two three is when I really start to hit a fucking peak, and that's when I'll get another meal and I'll get nicotine, and then I fucking ride that wave until you see about eight p.m. and then eight p.m. maybe I'll have a drink or something, but I'm that's when my brain's like, "Hey, dude, I've been working on overhaul all fucking day. I'm kind right. of tired." Nothing affects me like if I do some fasting with a workout and then caffeine. There is. There is nothing that affects me better than that, which is if I get up early, which typically is every morning, then if I get a workout in, it's a good workout. So I've gotten a good night's sleep with a good workout and then caffeine on top of it. Typically, I'll charge through two weeks worth of fucking to-dos and the new ideas. What'll last me 
literally in the three hours like i found most productivity was any time i was up around 5 five thirty, because the phone is silent like yes there's no nobody's up and nothing's going on on the internet so it's like boom you can knock out half a week's well, worth of work in like and you, and you can't three call. hours of focus you can't call anybody at 5 30 yeah, no, they're not up. fuck they're yeah. not up yeah no so you work through it yeah you you fucking charge through it and i'm like I'm like fucking superhuman at six o'clock in the morning after I've gotten a fucking workout. No, I see the Slack in, messages. Like I know. Fucking, <laughs> like, it, I mean, it really does. It feel, I feel like I got fucking superpower intellectually. I'm just like fucking ripping through shit. And but but by but but three o'clock in the afternoon hits. You're if smoked. I've been up since yeah. four thirty, crash. I fucking crash mentally. I'm fucking a zombie by four o'clock. I'm like, but, ready but to I think just so check that's, the fuck this out. Is the point I want to make. Because, like, intermittent fasting, I've heard every fucking dude talk about how epic it is and how awesome. Yes, it has its pro benefits, and now we're on, like, this weird tangent. Yeah. But the problem with that is, like, you're essentially depleting your body of everything that it has. And you probably, when you're intermittent fasting, I'd expect you to be drinking water. But you have no caloric intake or no nutritional intake throughout that fucking, let's just say, six, whatever, 14-hour yeah. pro. If you're doing eight hours, whatever it equates right. to. So the second you ingest something, your body metabolizes it and it goes, this is what I need. And the problem with a lot of people that do intermittent fasting is they go, okay, I'm going to eat sugars, high sugars, McDonald's or whatever. Your body goes, holy fuck, I need to hold on to that. So if you're going to eat like McDonald's post-intermittent fasting, it is the fucking worst diet ever for you because your body goes, oh my God, simple sugar, let me metabolize this, I'm going to store it as fat and, right. and you'll fucking dumpster roll it. Now, if you're eating actually super healthy food and things that your body needs and your body metabolizes and goes, okay. And if you get it into a cycle, it actually learns and goes, okay, I'm going to get this really high caloric, high nutritious fucking value through these hours. And then when I'm on intermittent fasting, your body actually isn't worried about metabolizing fucking the food that's inside of you. They're worried about cellular repair. They're going and fixing things like your skin and other things, which is why intermittent fasting is so successful and why people talk about it. But you have to have the ability to be cognizant of what you're ingesting because you can really fuck that diet up really bad and you know like oh, i don't i haven't eaten anything but you're drinking wine till fucking two in the morning cool well, you're, that's all sugar your body it does not intermittent fasting like it doesn't work that way so that was my one caveat to all like wine? people that want to huh all wine it's sugar it's booze is pretty much listen man. i'm just gonna change my instagram handle to jt fit <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That. Sorry, we we're going to fucking dash in there. <laughs> JT Fit. I'm not getting JT all of well, you imagine? Follow JT Fit. Fit. What? Yeah. Yeah, what? What, if, what if I lost? What if I lost 25 pounds? Got ripped up, grew a sweet mullet, did my lines, and then bought El Camino. Man, I so I was looking at this yesterday. <laughs> I'd love that because we we've talked about your yeah? look. Yeah, with the because you, you had a Fu Manchu for a while. I'm bringing, dude. The thing is, I grow a beard in a week. Like, they, yeah, I we had an important meeting yesterday with high ranking Air Force officers. I wasn't going to show up with a mullet and a full Manchu. Why? Why? <laughs> if, if that's, that's who you, you are, that's who you are. That's you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but I also, I also need to when we start filming this new this new show uh, earned about the military pipelines. I need to have a kind of presentable look for this. What, when is that, by the way? You guys are shooting something in, is it We're Orlando? In Febu February. No, 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 no. That's, that's something else. Okay. Um, we start, uh, yeah, yeah. Dave and I had the meeting with all the, the powers that be for the Air Force and we're, we're getting 
access. Like a lot more than I thought we would. <laughs> That's badass. Is that yeah. true, Dave? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go to Dave Air Force Dive. We're they're giving us access to Herbert Field. We're even they're even going to give us access to the twenty fourth STS selection, which is That's the Air Force's awesome, version dude. of Del- well. Here here's what happened. They they all of a sudden are like no one no one knows that we exist so we 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 don't have people applying <laughs> like so That's now everybody is like awesome. we need to let everybody know this is where you can apply and I, I tell you that the, the the fucking navy and the air force got recruiting right they're like yeah let's showboat at least within offset confinement the navy did the air force no, is still the struggling navy crushed it but the air like, force but look at the army dude they're like like, look at Ranger Town. No, no one can talk about anything. You're like, people kind of need to know a little about Ranger yeah. Town. So they're like, oh my God, that is a sexy fucking job. Well, I want to do we, it. We ran into that with, we, we, uh, we like, into that with like, Matt's book. I joined the army yeah. because of Black Hawk Down. Yeah. yeah. Legit. The only reason I knew about Rangers was Black Hawk Down. So there has to be some marketing there. Well, where the you're thing like, is, so I want to be like that dude. Yeah. I want to be like we Pat just Tillman. I want to be like these fucking epic dudes. Air Force Special Warfare. And the emblem that they came up with is super cool. And that was something Dave and I were talking to the guys while we were in this meeting. I'm like, take that emblem and put it right here. This is how the SEALs did it. Like, take that right. cool fucking emblem. And when you graduate one of these courses, this is where you wear it on your chest. And this is how you start branding. Because that's, that's the what thing. It is. Is. They were well, like, yeah, it's a they were like, we yeah. have to come up with an identity because we don't have one. Everybody wants to be a part of the exclusivity club. It's just, I think the Marines do it. Yeah, but we focused on the hat. And that, that didn't no, work. No, but that doesn't matter because yeah. everybody can wear a hat. I mean, I think the Marines do an absolute terrible job at that. Like, Oh, yeah, the, because the Marines, Marines will go through fucking Ranger School like, and they're like, I can wear it under my pouch. It's, it's not about that. But like, yeah, it, it is. is a little bit because it's not that you're... Well, dude, I remember it, one of my but... mentors, best friends, guy I worked with for fucking 11 plus years side by side in the military. He was deployed with a MARSOC team and uh, he was uh, high ranking. So when they, they got back off a mission because one of the snipers got hit by a dishka round in the Ugh. fucking mag of his Barrett. And it goes through his mag, injures him. He finds another mag, smacks it back in, and shoots this this dude that was firing the dishka. And he wanted to put him in for, at minimum, uh, a Navy accommodation with valor. And the sergeant major that was in charge out there was like, no, that was his job. That's what that's what that's what a Marine does. Right. We've been down to that tangent before. I think, I think, think, and that's a whole different podcast, but I think that awards in the military are so subjective that you have. That is my, by the way, that is my dream uh, pet project to do uh, a documentary about the awards and decks system inside the GWAT. That'd be great. Oh my god! I mean, we've talked, I, I've seen some of the because the people that we would have access to, yeah. and <clears> and <throat> the and the and the citations that we could compare side by side and see. Okay, these are two very similar, almost word for word actions, but because of timing and rank, this is what this person got, and this is what this person got. Just to sh- show the bias. But I think everybody knows that, right? You've had you've seen some of the most heroic acts by dudes that got nothing, and then you see some. Ah, that's a, your that I got. Yeah, yeah I got that's your E3 daily days. job, and it's a silver star or bronze star with V. And you're like, dude, come on, I, man. I knew a guy in my in my previous unit that said he would only reenlist if they gave him a bronze star for OIF, and they fucking gave it to him. 
Straight up. Wow. Well, I, straight up. One of my big like, ones is we'll, we'll change the accommodation. We'll ride it up and give you a fucking bronze star. I and he was it. a shit bag. He was a po- complete piece of shit. I saw an E3. But he's got that hat with he's got the that, bronze star. He's got that bronze star, though. He's got that bronze star. His citation read almost word for word to Sal, what Sal Gunta did. And he was an E3 and he got an Archon with Valor. Like, it was just. Yeah, we've run down this rabbit yeah. hole. Any, but by the way, since we, since we are talking about it, do any of you guys have any? Yeah, we all have some things. Really? Yeah. What do you got? Anything you're proud of that you want to... Nah. <laughs> That's the thing, though. If you do get it, you guys never talk about it. So what's the... What's the, what's the, what's the joy in it? I guess. No, I loved I loved get have, getting my our, our Air Force accommodation with V because that V completely just shows that it was it's very different than right normal. You know, especially when I'm a young guy that's going through like uh, the NCO courses and stuff like that, and I'm around other Air Force people. It's like, yeah, I got this for a, a single event. <laughs> yeah, a single event that was that was pretty fucking rad. <laughs> and you, you, you guys don't. Yeah, Matt has the same thing. There's, there's, there's an evil smirk on your face right now, but there's no. Yeah, you don't get commentary from me on that. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. For, you don't in, have that in your book at all. In order to bitch about it. Yeah. No. Sure. I mean. Ah, uh, shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it is. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Because it's not in the book. I would. No. I mean, no, it's not. You know, I was placed in for, and it doesn't matter about my actions. I think that I'm speakingly speaking and not from a personal context, but a personal understanding of being placed in a scenario where people thought that I should be awarded a significantly higher thing for what I did. And then based off of my job and my position rank, as rank, who I was, a ranger, PFC, got significantly lower, don't care. I could give a fuck about awards. I wish that that day I could teleport back and bring my fucking friends back to life because I give a fuck about a piece of cloth or a piece of paper. I wish that they could come home to their families and I could hung, hug and hug them today and say thank you for being my, my mentors and my best friends. But outwardly facing, I think there's this social construct of if you don't have that, people are like, oh, but you don't, you're not, you're, you're not a this guy, right? But you're like, well, you know, I, I've done some shit. And the problem is with with awards is people consistently see them at their own just like words like you could say retarded right that could mean one thing to you that could mean one per, one thing to the other person and it could be more significant to you and less significant to someone else and awards are that way in the military where people want to flaunt hey I have a bronze star or this and there's a lot of heroic acts and I think there's a lot of individuals that deserve far more. Um, respect yeah, and also, reverence it takes for what somebody to do that though and then somebody that wants to do that especially <clears throat> when you're in a situation i mean how many times did crazy shit go down 10 days into being over there but nobody wants to sit at the right, desk but, and but, fucking but, write but, 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 that, sworn but that's statements the hard point, and awards right? so, and everything like okay, that so it's it. like it's I'm gonna not, de- i'll deep dive in this jared yeah. this is the fucking problem is because it's just like the military. Words are across the board, right? From fucking supply to Delta Force. An ARCOM is an ARCOM. A, a Bronze Star is a Bronze Star. A V device, a V device. Every, everybody expects more out of that individual. Delta Force guys are getting fucking shot every day. Range of time. They're getting shot at every single night, and that's the expectation of their job description. You go kill 
and capture you fucking dude. So you get in a gunfight and you smoke a dude in the face. You smoke his fucking friends. You fucking medevac your buddy that got shot in the lake. That's a fucking active night on target. Good to go. You fucking take that to the regular army and that's not discrediting anything. But they're not, they're not necessarily in that. They're not participating in that in every single day. That is, that's their deployment that one night. Within reason, I know a lot of guys. I'm not discrediting anything, but like that might be their one biggest night, and they'll hand out awards for days. No, because and, and, you're also you're also gambled at where you're at, right? Like if you if you are an active unit, if you're if you're 82nd, 101st, or something, and you go to a place that shit's not happening. I'm sorry, it's just not happening. Like you're not you're not. I mean, when you I when knew you I knew a guy that got the, a bronze star because he was a um, he was like a. HVAC guy and then he ended up fixing like refrigerators and they gave him bronze star which is higher worth than I ever had which is great I wish him the best congratulations you're awesome your job I wish you the best but like there has to be some I think recognition between services as far as and that's where the V device comes in but people will throw that like yeah. oh you got you got a pop shot and you return fire you got a, you got a silver star for that because you're in this unit and you're like whoa like I know D boys that are like in gunfights like that every single day and they don't get that credit but that's kind of like I guess the mature perspective, which I'm not seeing right now in my statement, is that's what you kind of get when you join that level of unit. You have to absorb, like, I'm going to be in these situations every day. I don't necessarily need the recognition. But, but again, outwardly facing to society, people that have done that once be like, I have a fucking, I have this award. And people are like, you're a fucking hero. And then you have these guys in Delta that might have just an archon with v but they got that for fucking a mass cas and then they killed 17 people in a fucking hvt like crazy scenario but their awards don't match yeah so you know yeah, so, yeah, like so, wait, so there's, there's, there's a lot of to like, that point there's yeah, a lot of civilian what did rob o'neill say yeah, yeah, he, got? he got the cross or did he just get I a silver no star i think it, I, I don't but, know but as a civilian let me ask you this sure when you guys hear that so-and-so got a bronze star you know being a veteran and all that other stuff do you do you ask what'd you get it for I don't care. No. You don't, don't care. Okay. No. If you raise your right hand and you served and you did a good job and you were accredited for that job in goodwill and good faith, then you get a fist pump from me. I don't give a fuck if you fixed cuz dude, like I know one of the guys like that guy I was talking about that got a bronze star. I didn't have fucking air conditioning and I had to sleep with frozen water bottles. I was fucking miserable. I couldn't fucking sleep and he fixed my air conditioning. And I got some decent night's sleep before I had to go kill people in the night. Like, sure, if I fist pump you, motherfucker, because I got some sleep, so I was a little more rested before I went on target. So, like, I don't care, man. Like, mm-hmm. it, 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 I'm just saying that the way that people understand those words are, are, are kind of misconstrued sometimes, but I don't really care. I think that if you raise your right hand, you serve your country, then, like, cheers to you, man. Like, I'm all about it, man. Right on. So I guess my question would be this. Why not give out more awards, make it more public, so that way you're at least inviting more well, people the, to, the to come is, in is and, there and try is to... No, there is well, no consistency there, at all. It's, it's, it's completely it's, subjective, yes. and I think that's what Jared and Matt, like what we're all saying, it's, it's a very subjective process. And any person that's in a unit that has served their country in a way that they feel like this is my job. This is what I want to do. Don't care. Don't care how the, the end result shakes out. Um, because at least this is the way that I feel. I know that there are so many guys that did so much more. They sacrificed so much more to be honest with you. Absolutely. I, I just don't fucking care. And 
were there guys, and I think that this is where the selfish portion comes in. It's like there are guys that you see and you're like, fuck you, dude. I did fucking a thousand times more than you, man. Like, <laughs> it's, that's it's selfish and ego-driven. Yeah, it's completely ego-driven. It's selfish 100%. and ego-driven where you're like, but wait, when I was there, I fucking made fun of you. You know, like, and, and that's, when I say that, I'm like, that's not why you do the job. That's not why right. you do what you do. And even in my circumstance, um, you know, in my circumstance and my, the history of medals or whatever it is, it was like, you'd see guys, you'd see guys get medals and you're like, don't give a fuck. Great. Good on you. And to be honest with you, early on, it really soured me on the whole process. Like I saw Sergeant Majors that did nothing but went around with a fucking air can blowing dust off computers for months on end and they'd get fucking bronze star with V device. And you're like, fuck you, fuck your entire system. Don't give a shit about right. it. And and that's where the criticism comes in. And I'll let you run with that, Evan is because you see certain instances across the board where people that just time in service and they'll literally tag along on what yeah. you do on a daily basis and based off of rank structure, we'll walk, walk away with a bronze star with V V device, which is a very, very high acclaimed award. Mm -hmm. Because someone shot at your platoon that night and the sergeant major was there. And I'm making that as an example. And you can go that from rank bottom to top. But they have that forever. And like, so outwardly facing, someone goes, I'm a sergeant major and have V device, bronze sergeant V device. You Google that, Ross, and you go, oh my God, this guy's a fucking badass. Bad yeah. But he was on target, curled down while the fucking private first class was engaging well, and in fire and kicking down doors. And you're like, Ah, you know, and that's the hard part in all of this. And and I don't want to discredit any of it because everybody was on target. The guy that was a sergeant major was a badass for being in time and service. But it's like, it, it, I think that the whole award system in the military probably needs to be refined a lot more. But also, there's been a breaking culture. Because if you look back to World War II and Korea and Vietnam, a majority of your Medal of Honor recipients were privates. If you if you look at it, they were they were young because guys. they usually die I've heard I've yeah. heard while I'm sitting in Iraq, while something's going you know, had just gone down, an S three tell a platoon sergeant, No, I'm not gonna fucking give a private an army cross. But but what he did warranted it. Now you're just saying because he's an E three, he doesn't get it. Like yeah. And that happens all the time. It it sours you on the system. Yeah, I, I mean, because I, it's not about most, achievement. Most of my peers now, and I think probably to a lot of our our peers, they're sergeant majors and colonels, and they're they're moved up in ranks. And I think the system is better because you've got a bunch of guys that have continued to go back and go back and go back, and they've seen what happened Agreed. early on, and they have made the changes. But early on. Like, oh, one through because yeah, you had Cold War high ranking. You had guys. you had guys, and this I would happen all the time. War. You'd have guys that would rotate in for the minimum amount of days that it would require to get what's called a like a combat a CIB a combat infantryman badge, right? And then they would put themselves in for a fucking bronze star because they were like E nine, and they would buddy shake with their buddy over here with this officer, and then they would work this entire fucking system. It's like, you didn't do a fucking thing. Looking up from our perspective, you're like, you guys didn't do a fucking thing. What are you talking about? And then you see guys, and I saw it all the time, 
You'd see E4, E5, guys that were just fucking... Gangster. Gangster motherfuckers. Like doing shit on a daily that's like... That would make the fucking hair on the back of your neck stand straight the fuck up and make your dick like, I'll, I'll throw t- back like, up into your body. Yeah. And you're like, you didn't get shit. Like <laughs> nothing. Yeah, and, like and, a nada. And, but then you get a pat on the back, motherfucker. Like <laughs> That's not a discredit to, to anybody that served. It's just no like, it, it, it's an articulation of how weird the system is. And like, I'll make an example of that. Chip, Chip, team leader with me, my fifth deployment fucking crazy motherfucker works in the oil and gas industry chip if you listen i love you buddy um here in texas great dude this motherfucker we're on we got in a huge gunfight got you know hit up pretty good get shot through the fucking leg and it's on isr footage we couldn't take it but gets shot through the fucking leg falls down picks up his gun returns fire kills two people fucking we everybody else engaged falls down puts his own fucking tourniquet on his leg and and then we I, we had to work it and i took him to the helicopter never got written up for that but like that is the epitome of a ranger he got, he initiated an ambush by getting shot at shot through the leg killed two people while getting shot through the fucking hams like the fucking leg bleeding out put his own tourniquet on himself and then radioed in hey i'm shot can someone get me fucking put to the helicopter and call him Nothing. That's another day in Ranger Battalion, you know. Right. And you're like, "What?" And the dude that got a whiz by in his fucking head as an officer gets a fucking Bronze Star V device. Like that dude's gangster. That's the fucking that. That is what kids need to look up to. Like the badass motherfucker on the planet, well, dude. And this, this is, and and these guys will attest to this too because this happens a lot in this, and it's really funny because you have crazy dudes in your units sometimes and you you know when you're back home you're like oh that dude's crazy i'm not gonna hang out with him <laughs> you know <laughs> on the off more, time. <laughs> but then <laughs> when you get over there you're like thank god he's got the big gun because this guy's fucking crazy like unleash and Dan the can tell this story too we had this dude named griff weird as shit talk like fucking sling blade like crazy as fuck but he sat on a fucking 240 on the roof every day, and it was. And every time that we would go out, and he was there with his fucking giant belt of ammo, it's like, thank God that motherfucker's with us. And sure as shit, one day, five dudes pull up out of a car and start engaging him with a PKM and AKs, and it, and they're hitting him from his side. So he's he's facing one direction. He's got his sandbags up there, and they just start melting him down. And he picks that fucking 240 up and stands up. And fucking mows all these dudes down as they're firing at him. And when he's done, like as everybody heard this unfolding, half the platoon is running up, and they were they were in an elevated position to him. So they're they when they get up there, they're just looking at the end of of this happening. They said as soon as all five of those guys are dead, Griff just fucking puts the the two forty back in the direction it's facing and sits on his ammo box and just grabs the radio and goes, killed five. <laughs> <laughs> but that again that's like a testament to how many badass motherfuckers have been in this war and yeah. like the american dream i think that's why we're also involved involved in the veteran community because it's like you see so many acts of heroism like these crazy motherfuckers that are really just getting gunfights and they're like shot to the arm they're just like ain't fucking dead they're dead though can i maybe get some medical attention and you're like God, you're a fucking badass, dude. Like, let's go get a beer together. We should get, <laughs> yeah. we should get beers together. You this any, guy's a cool motherfucker. Any people that are crazy, but you're glad they're on your team when, they're, when you're out there? <laughs> well, I think that was the subculture that we ran. 
Got some wine. Yeah. Come on, we're I getting mean, in, we're getting in good talks here. Yeah. <laughs> there's, only, there's only a squeege left. Oh, it's a small squeege. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. that's a good squeege. That's a good squeege. Go grab that other one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I need some more. Yeah. You tell the story. I'll grab some. No, I I think that it's um, you know, I think that when you when you definitely when you pay respect to the guys that you know that that. They carried the fucking heavy rucksack, as I like to say. Like, man, you had guys that they could not feel, at least from the outward facing, the fear that others were feeling at times. And I think that that's where, when when this whole metal conversation, I think I learned early on, very early on, was that was not a conversation that I even wanted to participate in. But I did want to be a participant in war. And I didn't want to participate in this whole conversation of like, well, I've got a, you know, a silver star, or a bronze star, or whatever it is, whatever star configuration. Yeah. But I want to be a participant here. You, you know what? It's funny. The other day, Edwin was talking about uh, free. He was showing me that new free climbing movie, and he was right. saying that they they literally a lot of these free climbers when they do studies on them, they completely lack the the chemical that releases into the brain that has fear right like and like there are those people that are just like well and yeah, there are legends in the community yeah. like legends do, that i knew to include the guys are their sar majors even today and guys that i fucking love and respect that are fucking incredible human beings that you're like Man, thank God you're fucking still serving. Thank God, thank God you're, you're still, on our team. <laughs> thank God you're still on our team and thank God you're a bad motherfucker. Really, it's really thank God you're a fucking bad motherfucker. The unfortunate thing is, is a lot of the bad motherfuckers that I either work with or deployed with, they fucking get overlooked. They do. There, there's a guy. Oh, he's a is. legend there, in SF. Wrong, His name yeah. is fucking Sue Larue. He's a fucking <laughs> legend. He's a legend. Like, and I hope to God that he gets recognition in fucking books someday because the guy was a fucking Viking and he still is. Well, I think that's the premise of the whole conversation is I think some of the most bad motherfuckers in the planet get overlooked because they're quiet professionals. They'll never say a fucking word. Yeah, and that's where the metal conversation comes in because people will, just like politics, fight for the right to be um, recognized where the people that just enjoy the job and are amazing and great at it don't want to be defined by what they did. They just actually thoroughly enjoy the activity and participating in that engagement and you know, and and and, and that's great. I, we're, this is more of a conversational piece of like yeah. the war thing. I don't know how we even got on it because it's I'm, fun. I'm like four wines. It's in. a podcast. That's how yeah. you know. Well, the he, one thing I know is Ross doesn't understand. Well, I think, but here, here's the thing: it's interesting <laughs> and it's fascinating. And and for most like civilian listeners and all the shit, it's an insider look into what it's really like. Because typically you see shit in TV and movies and all that other stuff, and you're like, oh man. That seems glamorous, and it seems like Top Gun or whatever. That's what everybody associates it with. Mm-hmm. When you guys actually talk, you were you were there, you did it, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I well, didn't know about this." I think so. It's big, an inside glimpse. The biggest weird way takeaway and weird way of saying it is that war is romanticized consistently, and over and over and over again, over, especially in Hollywood. Yeah, it, it, it's sexy. It's fucking hot. It's like, ugh. it's not. 
and it it's not for the faint of mind that actually enjoy it. And the people that actually enjoy it and consistently and voluntarily participate in the action of war are the people that are crazy motherfuckers. You know, I think people that volunteer for UN, units is just like for Ranger Battalion. You volunteer for the army, you volunteer for the infantry, and you volunteer for Ranger Battalion, SF, and all these other units. Like you're literally volunteering to go fight in direct combat with an enemy combatant with a high probability of life, limb, or eyesight, you're losing that. And those are those are the guys that I find myself really being friends with down the road because they're fucking crazy, and I, and I love every second of it. And I don't think that people understand that methodology and that form of thinking because why, why would you do that? That's fucking crazy. You're like, yeah, but fuck those people. Like, you want, you want, to, fuck, you want to fucking try to kill my mother i'm gonna fucking come in at 2 a.m and slay you cut your fucking throat and shoot your whole fucking terrorist dumb fuck shit together and put bullets in all you motherfuckers face and i'm gonna laugh about it when i go back to the team room and drink a fucking delicious cup of black rifle coffee that's what i'm gonna do that's what the fuck i'm gonna do well and those are my those are my friends like and and that's what i would say is like i think that the tribe that you build and the people that you surround yourself with the type of ecosystem it speaks to it speaks to everybody which is we feel at home with a lot of these people because they're crazy like jared's crazy he's a crazy person Matt Am I is crazy? a crazy person i'm not that crazy <laughs> no you, i mean regardless of what you might think or your perception of you've of never your, seen me have killer eyes like you know pulling out a pocket knife and cutting a whole entire deer head I've off i've never seen that right. <laughs> i've never seen that i've never seen that Evan got a light switch. let's you know talk about you know what, course Evan got to see a light switch at me the other day where i fucking flipped we're, for a second we're really not, yeah we're not where was it fake yeah. crazy deer hunting. though like we're we're not those ones that go get a fucking couple fucking coronas in us and want to fight everybody at the bar. No, no, no that's, I know that's, that's, that's no, fictional. I know what shit. I'm. By, by the way, it's actually the exact opposite. Yeah, it's actually the exact opposite with you guys. I've never seen anything Aggressive. close to a physical <laughs> confrontation out. Um, one night I was out with uh, Rocco. I think we were in Durham, and some some young guys tried to fight. And and I was like, yeah, fuck these guys, let's go. And, and Rocco and everybody was. And you were there too, and you were like, no, let's not do this here. And I was like, really? You don't. You just don't want to kick the shit out of these guys just because we can. Anybody and everybody could be better than you at some skill set, and I think that I'm highly trained in certain aspects of violence. Um, but again, we're talking about light switch. I always call I call it a light switch. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm capable, and I know what I've done, and I just don't like to activate that because I'm the nicest dude. I never want to engage in conflict. I hate conflict. But when I get to a certain point, I'm I'm in another fucking planet. Can you explain it? Hyperviolent. I've never seen it. I, I like what what happened that caused this to go on the other night with the deer. Oh no, we were just no, joking. No, I know. Oh, oh, I, I thought it was real. No, it was like, hey, no, no. It. it was like me fucking with heaven because uh, <laughs> we were out at, at a buddy's lease and we're shooting axis deer. Um, yeah. And Evan had headshot this beautiful axis, which um, we, we were we were going to take home and eat. And then you know she got we she, what we ate it. We, we ate, ate portion, it. Yeah. She got hit the edge, so she went inside. I just ran up with my pocket knife. I'm like, she's still moving, and I just slit her throat. And then, yeah, I got, I got a little crazy. I was trying to freak Evan out. <laughs> why? I, and why I wasn't freaked out, by no. the way. I'm just kind of like a participant in this event. I'm like, <laughs> it seems, it seems legit. I'm here. I, I am participating actively in watching this, seeing what is taking course. <laughs> uh, taking it all in. I'm like, this is deer hunting. Okay. 
It might I'm hunting I, I with Matt, fun. I'm crazy. And I so understand like, what we do now. So she was dead. The deer, beautiful axis, beautiful property. You know, everything's there. And but she was so she she he hit him in the perfect spot. But so had a spinal injury, not spinal. It was in the head. So she's still, you know, twitching, twitching. And so I'm all about ethical hunting. So I come up there. I slit the throat. She starts bleeding out. And I looked at Evan, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Because I have my pocket knife. I'm like, she's still twitching. So I flipped around, cut the other throat, and then I picked the blood off of the throat and did my... Uh, underneath the eyes? Underneath the <laughs> eyes, you know, whole thing. And I was like, no. Sh-. I was just, I was being a weirdo. Um, But that's, you know, that's 10 years of war. I'm an observer. He, I, I like to observe. Masturbated like, to that later. And, and at the end of the day, I'm like, no, hey, man, did. this is, this is, this is, this is Matt's show. This is because he's he's showing me kind of like this is it's my ritual. Out, he's been out here before. This is what happens, and I'm kind of along for the. <laughs> did the I not tutelage. hold on? Did I not avatar and thank the deer? That's always my thing. No, I pet like, the deer hey, and I cuddle you, it, and, and I'm like, did, I love you, buddy. And I'm, I'm a participant in this event, but I'm a quick learner. <laughs> I'm a quick learner. I'm like, okay, this is how we know. There, this is how we go. I will say this around a certain crowd. Taking a knife out of your pocket and cutting the head off of a deer in the field might not be the correct course of action for every for every hunter. But for me that evening, I need I am it. there. I needed it. Directly participating in this. I was like and enjoying it. One of my all time one of my all time best friends, Evan, and I was like, he's cool with this. I'm not gonna freak anybody out. My wife's not here. I can have my nervous twitch and I can yeah. whip out my pocket knife and do what I need to do. And the rest of the night was delicious. We we cooked up some back straps yeah. and it was absolutely wonderful. And that animal was ethically harvested. Um It was very ethically it's, harvested. It's in the pro- yeah. it's in the processor. We have all the meat. Um, you know, it went off the taxidermist and the I'll rest of it. Tell you what wasn't ethically to, what? harvested. What's a that? cow in New Mexico in the year 2012. Oh, I know. With the diesel? <laughs> People still talk about that story to this day. You know that, right? I, I really would love to make a fake documentary about that issue. <laughs> Man, about killing that cow. Oh yeah, a lot, a lot of people still write in about that episode. Fifty cow to the face. <laughs> Oof. What does that do to a cow's face? Uh, it, yeah, it em- it emptied Every- it emptied <laughs> everything. It. I just I I think my favorite part was watching my one of my really good friends, Jason Romeo, when the the commander is like, OSI is on the way to arrest you guys, and he goes, sir. How can you prove that cow didn't have cancer? <laughs> Still the best line to this. Yeah, that is good. the greatest. Yeah. To I this day. Or I think he said, how, did, how can you prove that that cow didn't have a broken leg? Right. <laughs> like, and it was like, that, that's a really, really good, really, really good point. He'll never, he'll never use this microphone. No. Uh, what, what, what were you shooting today, by the way? What? Uh, out into that, that river. Oh, fish. We, we, no. no, no, no. What, what, <laughs> no, what, yeah, what kind of weapon? What was the... Uh... We shot three uh, 9mm. We shot a AR variant 9mm suppressed, integrated suppressed um, 9mm AR. Then we shot two MPXs, and then we shot a uh, 5.56 uh, suppressed gun. The ease at which you shot that with today, I was like, oh, fuck. Matt might have been a bad dude. <laughs> you just picked that up and just, like, it was nothing. Like it That's was, my old job. I, I, I was laughed about that. I told. It's I told strange us, to I've, think about though with with your friends, where you're like, man, that motherfucker. I like because that was what a four thousand yeah, dollar gun. You said it's, like it's expensive. Yeah, 
Uh, you pick that up with ease and just, I mean, this boom. is so. This is a great we, talking point for you. <clears> hold show. on. Okay, send it. It's not as if do you say to a pianist that is strange the how effective you play that piano. Thank you. I, I actually have, right? by the way. Thank you. Why no, would I, you, why would you yeah. say that to a I, professional I actually, piano? Player? Because you don't give know. Me some wine. And that, and yeah. Give me some wine. Would that, you? That's the whole thing. So like my my. Uh, but, like Je- Jesse's brother was was in the military. He was actually got stationed it going on in in San Antonio. Oh, no. really? Yes. Um, but he was a dentist overseas, I believe. Right. So, like, oh. if he picked up that same you know, Agreed, gun but, you but, use, I, I would I would be shocked with him too. But and that's like that's like saying that you were you, you're not a director. You were the set director on movies. Why can't you direct? You know, right. I directed violence for ten years of my life. I, I think that's, that's what like, I that, did. That's that's more like, hey, you were a grip. Why can't you direct? No, right. I, yeah, but, but right? fair. We were in Vegas. Uh, doing the show and I get up and did like 10 minutes to stand up and you were like fuck how, how can you just do that and I was like I, I did it for 8 years yeah, I didn't thing. really see it as a, that big of a deal same with you like same thing I obviously wrote about it heard about it yeah. but to see it firsthand, I was like oh shit god damn that just looks super easy for him that's, a, that's well, one impressive of my fa- one of my favorite stories not favorite stories but funny story recently was I was out shooting hogs on a ranch and excuse me if I've told this on the podcast but we were out hunting hogs, helicopter hunting, and then um, the guys out in the bird, and I was back in the truck. They flushed the hog towards away. So we this huge boar comes for me. So I jump out of the truck. I just grab my AR, whop, 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 dumped about eight rounds into it while I was running about 50 meters away, full steam ahead, dropped it. And the rancher was just like, I never seen no shooting like that. And my response was like, I fucking hope I can shoot like that, motherfucker, because that, that literally, from the age of 17 till 28, that's all I did, so, like, I'd hope I'm okay. It'd be like, right. it'd be defining myself as a pianist or a guitar player, like, I, I play guitar since 17, 28, it's all I fucking did, and I can barely play a G chord? Get fucked. Like, then I can't define myself as it. That, that's just what I did. Absolutely, you know? but from the time I met you, YouTube, movies, books, Coffee company, like yeah, I've never seen you actually. Life is a dick. Suck it, bro. I'm good at everything. I've, I've never I actually love seen that you version pick of up, life. Right. I've never seen you pick up anything and just with ease like that. And I was like, oh shit, that's kind of amazing, Ross. Yeah. Well, you haven't seen shit yet. I have not. We're. I have not because I. Let's put him in a house. But by the way, oh, you know what'd be fun? Actually, one day, if you went through a CQC or CQB course with Evan and I running a house, you'd be like sit on the top. You'd be like your eyes would. That was my next. It's so violent. Why they're shooting so close to each other? And like, yeah. So afterwards, when when we came back in the house, that was my next point. Was somebody goes, dude? I don't think you understand how good Evan is, probably. And I was like. Oh god, that's serious. And I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Yeah, yeah. He, he's about like if I'm I'm a seventy percent shot with rifle, he's about thirty percent with a rifle. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Better or worse. This sounds like a charity. <laughs> Better or worse. Uh, no, it's a joke that came that. on. <laughs> no, we've no. had the seventy thirty for a long time. I know. Yeah, because that, that was a that was a statement that I I had made. I don't know. What's, how oh, all right, so let me ask you guys this: What's the yeah. difference between shooting with uh hand, like? Like a pistol and, and, a, and a rifle. Who's Completely better at which? Out of you um, two. I'll give... I don't. We've never really shot on a we course with rifle. We've never shot like on a competitive I, course a I rifle think pistol. this is me. I'm going to be... And Evan can and develop his own opinions on this. I think I got him on rifle. That was my jazz. I, I've shot hundreds of thousands of rounds through rifle. As a, I never shot rifle in Ranger Battalion. I picked that up as a contractor. I shot a lot of pistol. 
Evan is is most likely a better pistol shot than me, and I think through competitive general competitiveness throughout the years, he's consistently been a little better than me. So, um, but I'll always give him a run for his money. I, I'm no fucking. I'm he better show up on his best day, and and me, I better show up on my best day with him for sure. Is it something that Evan, if you don't practice it, can somebody beat you? Absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, for the most part, when I would say. Well, I, you're not I ever going to beat us in rifle or pistol shooting ever. Well, yeah, that, that's the fuck thing. no, like, no, I, I, absolutely it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. like seeing it's like beating like how how but can I'm you how between can you, you two how can you back between you two out backflip fucking Travis Pastrana on on a, on a bicycle? You're 100%. not going to do it. But but, but down to you yeah. two. If one of you guys didn't practice, could you beat the other at something you were maybe less than at? I think so. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a perishable <laughs> skill. So it's a perishable skill. And, you know, I shot and taught both rifle and pistol for so long that uh, I I don't know. I mean, it, it would be it would be very detrimental to my ego and ultimately a dishonor to the time that I've spent uh, in order to lose a shooting competition of any sort. So, yes. With that and that's statement. my that's my competitive nature in me, which is like, sure, I'm going to show up to fucking win. I love you like a brother, like of fucking. Course. But you amen. better, you better. If but you I'm, show up with, but I'm ass, showing up to fucking beat his ass. You better, fucking, grab, <laughs> fucking better. Like, like that. That's me. And but there's so many things like that are a part of that, right? Like um, humble brag here. I I got a fucking AM for winning my company stress shoot and ranger battalion. I've actually never said that, but like. That is more of an approach of like not only marksmanship but athletic per- performance. So you have to like, you know, run two miles in full kit, do a fucking climb ladders, jump over shit, and shoot. And I, you know, and I won that because I had like an overall good score at everything. I got outshot and I got out PT'd, but I was the best at everything combined. And you know, I think marksmanship alone, Evan on pistol beats me. Um, I can't even admit that. I come fuck. We just need a charity challenge, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think this is just a challenge. Pistols which is my weakest, but, that's why, but, but that's why I love Evan so much because he's so fucking competitive, and that that is who I am. I hate fucking losing. You know me. You're the same way, Ross. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hate I can't losing. Stand it. Yeah. I can't fucking stand it. I don't care what it is. In anything like yeah. if I've never played piano and someone's better than me, I'm like fuck you. I'm at home fucking drunk at two a.m. trying to practice. Like, dude. Yeah, I hate losing. I don't lose at shooting like period <laughs> so i'm just i'm just gonna say that like so when i say that good thing it's not a when I, video when, show I'm when i say that when i say that if i do that means like i i've i've been fucking i've been bested you know what i mean yeah <laughs> no, but you will be best but intended or double entendre but uh I, I i can just say you know i when, when, when it's when it's game time, it's game time, man. Let's fucking go. You did like, beat me I'm in both. Right. That is true. I am. I like when I when I show up to compete. I fucking I show up to compete, man. Like I yeah. want to win. I'm not like I want to fucking win. I get blind. I am blinded by fucking competitive desire. Like that's what I want. I want to win. And when I say that, I'm I'm just gonna brag all day about me, just about things with you. Uh, you know, said course with said agency that you have to go through with yeah. said. Uh, I'm a grandfather, brother stuff. Yeah. Um, when I showed up to that course, 
I dropped the magazine because I didn't seat it right, mm-hmm. and it fell right right when I went to my shooting station. Everybody laughed at me. I reloaded, and then still, I was the first shooter. Outshot everybody by four seconds. Into the best shooter by four seconds. Everybody made fun of me, and I was like, huh, daddy's still number one. <laughs> and by far. There's no... You know, competitiveness <laughs> right here, breeding on the couch of Evan and Matt. <laughs> and there's, there's no, no competitiveness. There's, there's no competitiveness. There's no, no like there's no palpitations. There's nothing there's here. Nothing. But I will say, <laughs> I will, I will, I will just add a couple things here, which is like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, you was go a, for it. I was the top shooter, literally in the top three shooters to ever move through my selection course, my advanced selection course. The top, like yeah. out of out of There's a no couple hundred guys, him, no one else. that were Delta you... Six Ranger. I show up with my fucking A game. Like I'll, all I gotta say I'll, is like I don't just well, like I... show up to fucking show up to fucking well, punch paper. Throw my hand I show up. Don't even shoot. don't even come, help. No, I'm Listen. throwing my hand in the game. I'll say I'll take. Don't take any side, I'll motherfucker. Take You'll both of you if we go M4. 14-inch barrel, 500 to 800 meters. Oh, good God. We will fucking wax your dirty you will take both of us. hot yes. dog-eating ass. We will fucking <laughs> Hey, listen, you. don't cook pudding if you ain't got the proof, bro. <laughs> hey, Jesus I'm Christ. I'm here to hear first. Five to 800 shots. You like, realize you can't call in casts, right? You can't call in helicopters. Oh, no, I know. I know. Uh, Matt might be able to, so here, here I will say this. If we're going to shoot some... Skeet or shotgun? Anything requiring a shotgun? <laughs> you would have shot. I might. Choke I might you out. You're so fucking super. Up. You hear what Evan's tonight. saying right now? It's like, oh well. I mean, if we're playing with kid toys, like you, you know, he might be able to. No, shoot I'm just saying my history fucking. with my history with fucking my my history with shotguns. Yeah, knowing that I can't hit a fucking water bottle out of the fucking air. Like out of a hundred fucking tries or whatever the fuck it has been. <laughs> yeah, it was like three hundred. Yeah, horrible. But. uh if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna bet, Let's bang with an AR, dude. Bang. I got you all day Let's on go. that. I'm just shit. saying, yeah, Let's you go. guys, you guys Let's will go. take timed pistol. I'm fucking Ross, horrible. Ross, help me, help me write my book. He knows, he knows that off fucking. I, I, know, I also know that you were That's ambidextrous real. and did it right and left going through that course, which I've never heard of. Which in my is life. a snippet to my right, book. Left, when I went through down. the AC course, I fucking I got yelled at because I positioned my gun to the left and smoked the op four. And then the instructor yelled at me, goes, you're going to do that in combat? And I was like, did I not kill the op four? Because why would I pie a wall with my right hand on a left-sided wall? Why would I not transition? He was like, well, you wouldn't do that in war. But I'm like, I literally just did that fluidly did and killed in him. training. Shot him seven times in the fucking face with sim rounds, and he didn't touch me once. So I think my method is pretty effective here. Hashtag Ranger Battalion. Greatest people ever. Love you guys. Rangers lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Solid. <laughs> Solid. So, so then what are we going to have three events? You guys have the flat range and then we'll go. We'll where go where, where can we, where can we do this? We do in San here. Antonio. We can do it here. Do it yeah. Here. Really? Hey, we can do hey it I'm going to raise my hand. Could we do it tomorrow? Are you guys off tomorrow? Outside of 300 meters. I will, I will say this on the podcast wholeheartedly past 300 meters. I'm not your dude. I am not your fucking dude. I cannot shoot long range worth a fucking shit. I've never worked dose. That's what I I've excel, never so that's anything. why I'm saying that's my well, 500 my meters. I'll could drop we, it. Could but. we do this tomorrow here? Is that is that a, is that real or no? We'd have to put up targets I have, in a shooting I, course. No, I have we business. Have to, set it up. To, I, have, I have like 
business shit. God, I'd pay He's to see business, business I got guy. business here. This no, would be no, a great we, pay-per-view we will, event, Well, that's the right? thing is we'll, yeah, we'll plan this. We'll get the course set up. Kyle Lamb will host, so he'll be the judge. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> There's this acronym. It's like CEO EVP, so it's like this real long CEO, Executive Vice President. It's it's a, it's a an acronym, so we have to It'll be fun. Tomorrow, it'll be a really fun event. Yeah. <laughs> it will That'd be, be awesome. Very... And it'll be super cool when you see like the, the org chart of success and EVP is over CEO. It's going to be super dope. Oh, out sure. <laughs> but I, but here, here's the I'll tell I you what. I'll... I'll give him my title if he wins. <laughs> oh! Well, oh! No, no. I'm going to lose. I don't want to, I don't want to be CEO. I'm a <laughs> terrible CEO. But I think in all awesome like four to eight foot trophy in black rifle yeah in we your should office, we should we should buy a trophy f- for this oh, yes. dave dave saying like, the first let's start ever, shopping for a trophy whatever you're, we're gonna name this events would be a that would be a no a it has really to be a joint thing. trophy because you have to walk by it every day at work yeah how about this? it, it has to go by the bison yeah it has to go by the bison i got a better one for you it's got to be both of us but the winner is the big spoon so they get to articulate so it's like Evan can be pushing my head down if he wins, and he's just like, he's like, I'm oh, we're this, getting yeah, a custom I'm CEO. model now. And, then, and if I win, it's like you might be in charge, but I'm in charge. You know, like what we can, it'd be, it'd be a really good. No, and then I, in your office yes. hangs a big spoon, yeah. and then whoever loses yeah. no, hangs I a little really tiny like spoon. In their I want the trophy right next to the bison. That'd be every, great. Everybody yes. has to walk by right it when every you walk day. In. So whoever is the winner for one year, they get that trophy right there. At That's the what might, it'd be like. Uh, you might be CEO Black Rifle, but I'm at best. Yeah. <laughs> It's what it's it. just like. Ding. I think that would be a rad bet. I would like to see that shake out this year. In 20, I think that's yeah. In 2019, yeah. I, th- I think that'd be a, a great thing for the show. I, I would love to do it right before the book release. Yes. You know oh, that'd I mean? be great. Yes. yes. Yeah. Right before the book release. So, so, we'll so I could release the trophy on my Instagram, like right. me holding it <laughs> on top on top of a stack right. of books. On top of a stack of books. <laughs> no. To hold your trophy. <laughs> no, actually, I'm super behind that because it'd be awesome because I'd be like, here I am, a bestseller, you know, most influential and, figure and of Black Rifle shot. Coffee. I outshot Evan who thinks, you know, r- runs Black Rifle and I'm like, I'm the dude that made this all successful. So right. like, Fucking super epic for that! Thanks, man. Let's do that right before that. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get a professional fucking person that puts these puts courses together. You know, of your choosing. Yeah, because both of you have I, to agree I think, on it. I think yeah. it needs to be eight events. Let's do it. I, look, I, yeah. I, I'm down for whatever. Yeah. I and just, just want to be there. the audience because we're getting heightened. Because I will, I will host it. By the way, sure. Let's do it. So I, I will. Let's I'll, do, I'll do a live. We'll do a live. The panel of judges yes. is is Tom Davin, Kyle Lamb. <laughs> but I want. We'll, we'll all should, mic us up so that way the audience can hear it, and it'll be the audio show. And but it like, should oh, be like a three gun course with reactive, tar- like very complex situations that we can't game. It no no it, it you, definitely you progresses. That, that, that would that would be fucked up if you can game it. No be, fuck game fuck fuck that. Can't do no, it. it's it's yeah. just like we do literally you, you, a stretch. You got to go into it reason. blind, not right. knowing the course right. of fire. You, you got to do it, but right. not like too much of a stress shoot because I don't want to have like Evan have to like run a mile because like I get the difference in physicalities that I'm like superior in. So I don't, I don't want I want to give him <laughs> yeah, like I'm, at I'm least fine. A, I'm fine if we I'm fine if we run a mile. That's not an issue. But I think between the two of us, we've established that it's just maybe if we have to deadlift 400 pounds 20 times before we shoot, I might have to train for something like that, but. Running well, a mile, thing, I'm fairly certain I can keep up with you. We will publish the the events by March, and we'll do the games in June. Yeah, it'll be like uh, the the Olympics. 
the Drinking Bros Olympics. Well, I think you, you could do a reactive target situation where you can actually have play, placement of rounds and time on target and like shooting and, you know, <laughs> we, we can make it fun. And for the audience, I want to say this one thing, and I'm actually not going to be facetious, but um, our competitiveness stems from good business partners and best friends. So we're all just talking shit together because we love each other. That's probably why we work together so well because probably. I... Yeah want you to always win but i don't want you to win because well, then, i want to win then, which just makes it so good because like yeah. oh my god evan you did that you made that fucking fuck you i'm gonna make a better design so it's it's all in good heart and when and, you do and, and win you know you're gonna be polite no no not at all <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's, it'll it's last kate, come home to daddy kate <laughs> <laughs> look the babysitter's here for evan's gonna be the babysitter tonight <laughs> <laughs> Noel, shit, shit! I'm the babysitter. I guess Evan's taking you out for dinner tonight, Noel. Shit! It's a very conflicted environment we live in. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be fucked up? Just you open my door and be like, "Come on, babe, time to go to dinner." I'm like, "Noel, just go with it." I lost, I lost the shoe. Oh hey, my get the shoe, that would Get be dressed. Yeah. You better push those titties up and wear a small dress. He's the go fucking, get a dress. He's the black rifle stress shoot champion. <laughs> You, you better, you better get the fillet because I'm paying for it. Wow! And don't so you gotta, dare take a photo with this trophy. Yeah, <laughs> I swear to God, if you no. Take a photo. I think it. that's, that's what it, it is. It's our wife. That's the take picture with the photo. Yes, our wife has to take a picture with the other trophy. Another person with the fucking trophy. Yes. Holy fuck! That is savage. Savage. That's what gets posted on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. It goes up on the wall. So like 2019. It's it's you. It's, it's nothing massively <laughs> detrimental to the brand. Yeah, <laughs> this is fucking great. I can't wait it's, for this. It's so fucking savage, dude. Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> like as soon as you walk in the building, out oh, there. Well, the shitty part is, is you have kids. I'm holding Nara and Rowan, and we're a fucking yeah. Baby. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, listen, Matt invited the Matt wants a threesome, and we invited the pool boy over, and the pool boy is my fucking trophy. How's that feel, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I'm thinking about it. Thinking like oh, you know noel this is what it's like to be with the owner and operator of black rifle coffee you're like no 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 could you, could hey, you like koala yeah. meat oh, for the photo that's like, it's like, hold, hold on noel uh, what would you like for dinner no no you know what why don't you go ahead and order the giraffe <laughs> 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 This is what it's like. You could have done it better. You could have been like, you know what it's like to be number two? Just kidding, you don't, because you're number one now, Noel. You're number one. God. Oh, fuck. This is one of the funnest episodes of all time. I didn't like that. I got mad. I just got mad. I got mad when you were talking about holding my fucking kid. I, I was literally like fucking like I'm sweating down the center of my back thinking about my daughter, my wife. Yeah, yeah. No, my wife, you can fucking take a picture with that trophy. With that trophy and him. My, my wife, you can take a fucking photo with my wife anytime you want, any day of the week. No. You talk about holding my fucking children in a goddamn trophy? Sweat is running down my back, and I'm actually thinking about calling Jeff Gonzalez, who lives in Austin, going, I'm going to work with you eight hours a motherfucking day. Yeah. Take this I'm gonna shit fucking, seriously. And then I'm going to tell everybody, text and email Matt a hundred motherfucking times a day. Because I'm going to be busy with Jeff Gonzalez. <laughs> it's like, that's weird. This message is CC'd to Evan to me. I have to respond to yeah. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Cheers, brother. This That's is hilarious. Be brutal. <laughs> oh, be I so, can't wait for it. It's gonna be so fucking brutal. I God, can't wait for it. Oh, this and God, the, the 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 prize is such the payoff. It's the best. I can't it's wait. the best prize of all time. To see this fucking, I'm gonna get the biggest goddamn. No, my, my caption will be. My find. caption will literally be this. You can brag about trophies. I'm just thankful for my family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to even put the fucking chickens in there, dude. Yeah. And, 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 and my beans. fucking chickens. And beans. <laughs> Mine will be Christmas came early this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Noel. Noel. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> or Christmas is now mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call me the Grinch because I just stole Christmas. <laughs> Call me the Grinch. I just stole Christmas from Imbest. Yeah. Oh my God. This Holy is, this shit. Is, this is great. Yeah. I need it's, you to get a dog before then. Because I want a dog in my fucking photo. If you're gonna have beans in yours, okay. I gotta have a fucking dog in mine. Melissa, let's have a real talk. Um I know that, <laughs> I know that you've been considering giving me the dog. And I'm thankful. I now need it for and a photo with a trophy. And Br- Bremi, <laughs> do you want to give her the drink and bro the way to give her the dog? I name I name Bremi, and I know that you've had some stuff going on. And I will thankfully and happily invite our dog back into my home and give it the best life ever, and hopefully provide you with the best life ever. So, text me. <laughs> and I look forward I my to dog having back. the dog in Thank my you. Christmas photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, by the way. Whoever does win and gets the photo, that's the Christmas card going out that year. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the company. Oh. Yes. That's, that's, Black that's, Rifle. That's only fair. That's it's only, only, only fair. fair. It's only fair. <laughs> it's only fair. I mean, and people are like, what? The, why, why am I getting a picture Wait, with Noel and Evan and, 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 and some random German These guys shepherd? Really are what is fucked this? up. This is Listen to episode three seventy, whatever this is, and yeah. you, then you'll understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you'll understand. Uh, with that, we're going to get to the Drinking Bro of the Week. Usually, look, we, we do it. Uh, what's the submission on drinkingbros.com, Dave? Submit at drinkingbros.com is where you can submit for the Drinking Bro of the Week. Um, this Since we did a whole show about, uh, Matt, about people not getting the proper awards that they deserve or medals they deserve, what's that guy's full name that you were talking about who you were like, this is the badass you should look up for? Took a took a shot through the leg. Who's that? So he might not have got a medal or, or a star or whatever it is. At least we can give him Drinking Bro of the Week. I'll give him Drinking Bro of the Week. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I'm actually not going to say his last name because he's in the uh, oil gas industry, uh, industry. Big executive now, apparently. Uh, Chip, he's an all-American badass, uh, an amazing ranger, and a badass motherfucker that looks adversity in the face, laughs at it, laughs at it, and works through it. And I think that is the American dream: is to work through hardship, roll up your sleeves, fucking say fuck you. I do not settle with mediocrity. I work through it, and I become better than I was yesterday. And that's what Chip did, did and does. And um, a lot of my friends in, in battalion and and right here, my 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 best friends that I get to work with every single day. So, cheers to drink, bros. Cheers to living cheers. a happy, fulfilling life. And uh, when shit sucks, remember that tomorrow will always be better. If it's worse, then guess what? The next day is just going to be better. Yeah. It's fucking great, dude. Life is fantastic. It is. And you know the the wild thing to think about is, you, you know, you said he's an executive somewhere at some fancy yeah. company and all that yeah. stuff. Probably no one at his work knows that he did that, knows this story. They just think of him as, as their boss, and that's yeah. that's probably it. That's the craziest part to me. You know? Yeah, and that's a whole other episode, and, and we'll end it with that. I think that people need to um, 
slash away the construct that veterans are broken and fucked up. I think certain people have their issues, but that's just, um, you know, a product of the environment. But there's so amazing, so much amazing veterans out there that work through the issues and trials and tribulations that they've been through and have only taken those things and better themselves, just like Chip. So cheers to America. Cheers to the drink bros. And freedom the fuck on cheers cheers, cheers. cheers everybody weekend. this was uh, arguably one of the funnest episodes of all time for jared taylor matt best evan hafer i am ross patterson good night everyone